BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Allie Colbert. I'm a stand-up comedian, actress, and writer from New York City. And I'm Jackie Colbert. I have made my career as a comedian by using my insights and wit to make points. Funny points, but points. Look, I have good taste and too much common sense for just myself, so I'm going to share it with you guys. Okay, Allie, get over yourself. (laughs) And my younger sister and best friend Jackie is here to bring me back down to earth. Every Tuesday, Jackie and I are going to hang out with each other and some of our favorite people. And of course, respond to your questions and confessions. So send in your secrets. It's like church, but I'm Jewish and bisexual. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Subscribe, rate, review. You know the drill. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am Divorced Not Dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. Welcome back to Divorce Not Dead. Actually, I'm coming to you from Viva Maya in Austria, which is somewhere I come like, I've been actually four times now, I think. And I wanted to do, actually, was one of the most requested things always is health and gratitude and which books I use and all of these kind of things. And actually this time I didn't even bother coming with a book. Normally I read, I've read like things like you are the one, you're the boss, the art of not giving a fuck. And I get through most of them. And then I just, I, I find it really hard to switch off. I really, really do. And my head is always pounding with other things I need to do. I get so overexcited. Like I am just a ball of ideas all the time. I find it very, very hard to relax my mind ever. So this really is a treat to come to a health farm and do this. And I remember the first time I came, I was really apprehensive about coming to a place like this, to be honest. I came with a girlfriend of mine. I wouldn't suggest coming to a place like this with a boyfriend or a lover or anyone that you remotely care about because it's hard And let's just say it's invasive and lots of bodily functions can happen here. So unless you're married and you really know each other, I wouldn't suggest this is a place to bond or you make sure you get the suite with two bathrooms. Anyway, I keep coming back just because it makes you feel wonderful. And, you know, it it is hard, but anything in life is hard. I mean, I didn't think I'd be able to climb the Himalayas yet suddenly one step at a time, I did. There is never a right time. It's like being pregnant when everyone goes, well, I, you know, my career, my this, my that, I can't get pregnant right now. Well, there's never going to be a time in your diary that goes, this is the perfect time. So, you know, you just have to make time for these kind of things. And, you know, I 
this was a uh, half term and it's my ex-husband's time with the kids and he's taking them skiing. So I was on my own. So why not? You know, why not take this time to spend the week here? And look, everyone else is on the slopes in Courchevel, which I will do, but I'm here relaxing. And it was interesting, actually, because I went down yesterday for one of my tests and it was, I think, just to see how your body functions. And I put this in my stories because I couldn't quite believe it. The scale for how hard your body should work is between, you know, worst case, 90 to 120. And mine is working at 147 while I was sitting in a chair. So the guy started laughing because he was going, God knows what it's like when you're in your actual life. He's like, that's how hard your body's working right now in this health farm. And you need to, well, I mean, what everyone always says, you need to relax. Well, I don't know how the fuck you do that with three kids and 1,500 jobs as I do, which always makes me laugh. But I said, so many of you write to me going, what do you know about life? Everything comes so easy for you. You know, you, you, you're rich, so you don't have to worry. And, and it, it drives me nuts because... I, the reason I have my lifestyle is because I work bloody hard and I don't switch off. And I think, you know, if you saw what goes into me being me in a day, you know, really into it, you you die. My phone blows up because I literally do so much for so many different people and work in so many different areas. You know, I always equate also being, you know, when you're a brand ambassador for many, many brands, it's like having, and they pay you a lot of money, by the way. It's like having six bloody bosses, six people that think you only work for them. So it's not that easy. So having time to relax and doing all this is super important to be able to take care of yourself and to not run yourself into the ground. I mean, I, I was getting into stages where I think, you know, this, this Christmas was crazy because I was doing so much. I was working on some filming stuff I had to do. And then I was working on my wedding and then I was moving house. And then I had, I think, 15 to 20 people in my, my Sergio's family, my family, my brothers and sisters, everybody in town. So they stayed, what, over a month. Then, of course, Sergio and I being Sergio and I decided now was the time to work out that we should freeze my eggs. So I did IVF in between all of that. Plus, did I just say I moved house? Plus, we're building a house. So I think, you know, I did all the most stressful things ever between November and December. I was a busy idiot and I had so many, so much work as well because all my, my work doesn't stop. You know, I still have to to report to all the people that I work with and work for and, you know, my office has to run and all of these kind of things. So I think this was just the perfect time to just come and wind down. And a health farm, what does it do for you? Well, I mean, it does many things really. It makes you stop for a minute. I mean, you know, Granted, I haven't put the phone down. I, you know, I, I, I should really do a digital detox, but I actually think my work, my world would collapse. Mine is a house of cards, and you pull one of these away, and the whole thing might just <laughs> fall down without me. So no, I can't do that. But I have managed to sort of, you know, turn it off for a couple of hours, which I'm proud of myself for. And when I'm in treatments, I don't take it. Which you know, last year I remember sort of busily texting away from my bed. They do lots of things. So they measure your stress levels. And even if you can't actually change your lifestyle, I think it really just helps. You know, during Christmas and New Year, we've been drinking, we've been binge eating, you know, all of these things. You eat more than normal. So just the, the, the fact that I'm having real food, no sugar, no caffeine, no raw. The principle here is no raw after four because your body finds it harder to digest. So, you know, and we eat around six o'clock. 
which is great. I know it's not sustainable for the rest of my life, but it's great. I've also gone back to my, as you've all seen, gratitude journaling. And I think the most important thing, and I think every, it's like being an interior designer, everyone says they can manifest in gratitude and all this kind of stuff. And I'm, again, so only from my experience, and you've seen it from my visualization boards, you know, I tick them off and I'm, you know, only coming from that perspective. I am not a doctor. This is just, you know, me being a normal human that just wanted or maybe needed different things. Because as I've said to you before, I'm not religious. So I think I was looking for something in my life. And this was something that I have always been visual in everything. Like my secretaries will always do me plans and, you know, my diary on, on, on my phone. And I'm like, I can't read it, can't read it. And so I just get a board and I'm like, put everything on the window. I don't care how ugly it looks put the bloody thing up there so I can read it in the morning. And when I see it every morning, somehow it happens. So I've started journaling again. And in the morning, I just, you know, obviously it's consistency. You don't have to do it the same time every day. And sometimes, you know, my days are really busy and I get up and I'm, you know, my phone's already pissed me off. So, you know, maybe the gratitude journaling comes in the afternoon and I just sit there for two minutes, literally two minutes, close your eyes, thank the Lord you're alive. Okay. And I think that's really, really a key thing is to remember to thank, remember to be grateful no matter uh, for what you have. And I think that's where people go wrong because I think we're so conditioned to looking at other people, especially as I've said before on Instagram and everything else and thinking we have it all and they have it all and we have nothing and that they have just such a better life than us but you don't know where they came from. You don't know what their struggle is and you don't know how they got there. And I think that's really, really important. I was actually talking to somebody yesterday about my book that I'm looking at and she was like saying she found it so interesting from the podcast when I talked about my struggle with my law case for eight years and that if she had just started following me or just watched me from my Instagram, she wouldn't think I had a care in the world ever which I mean, kind of made me laugh out loud because I've, you know, struggled at various, lots of different times in my phases in my life where I thought I was like, you know, retiring to be a billionaire, frankly, and taking all my friends around the world and then ending up with nothing or losing my company or like, you know, getting divorced or, you know, I've lost companies before. I've, I've made a lot of money. I've gone to zero. I've made it back. I'm coming back again. And I think it's really important. And why do I keep rising? And I ask myself this all the time. What makes me different to other people? And I think it's just pure fucking determination and never taking anything from granted, nothing. I would probably run over my grandmother to get something done. Actually, well, I wouldn't do that, but you know what I mean. I am so strong-minded that I have to finish it through. I have to, even if it will kill me. I mean, I'm sitting here today in Viva Maya, Austria, where I'm meant to be doing nothing. And I've had three conference calls today and of three of the biggest projects of my life, which I'm super excited about. And, you know, for once I'm keeping them quiet because, you know, I think that you can also jinx things and other people's evil eye and all that rubbish. But, you know, health really is your wealth. Keeping yourself in a place where you can be peaceful. And I I feel so blessed that I don't have to go to an office and I'm just sat in my bed here working and I can work and connect myself to anyone. And I think, you know, I feel like I'm one of the wealthiest women alive right now. And I mean that in peace and just feeling so good about my life. 
I don't even worry about the things I used to worry about. I just know it's naturally coming. And I'm, I'm so sure of it. Like, I'm so fucking sure of it. I, I don't have the wobbles I used to have in my marriage, which is weird. You know, I don't have the what if. And, you know, because I think, I think my ex-husband was just a different kettle of fish because I think my head was always in the clouds as far as he was concerned. Like, my head is always like this nothing could go wrong, that he felt like he had to come from the side of everything could go wrong. And I think that kind of killed my vibe. And I'm not to say that you you should go in blindly and, you know, not look at the downside. I do look at the downside, but, you know, it's that wonderful saying that says, but what if everything goes right? What if everything goes right? And I think that that is truly what you need to live off because, Right now, everything is fucking go right, going right. Everyone told me it was going to go wrong. And I still pushed through and believed it would go right. And it's going right. You know, and I think that that's me. You know, and I don't mean to sound like, you know, me, you know, I'm so wonderful. I don't mean it like that. I mean, I think that, that I must be doing that. You know, I've told you before, I saw Sergio before in my dreams. And Sergio said that he's always pictured this life with somebody like me. And he saw this blonde and, you know, just so many things. I, I think we were, you know, we were just destined to meet. It would have happened anyway. Like we were meant to meet. I went to Newport Beach for one night. He went there. He came back from Europe and popped in. Like I'd never been there or knew anyone there or whatever. And I think I got a call this morning actually from an old, old boyfriend of mine, boyfriend, not guy, not a guy I dated. And he was like, you know, I never, I've never even met this guy. And he goes, I watch your Instagram and he looks genuinely happy and you look genuinely happy. And I just want you to know you're inspiring me and most of the world. I was like, that's so lovely. And, you know, it's, very, very interesting how calm I feel here and the gratitude I feel to be able to recognize the gratitude that I should have. Because I think so many of us are caught up on like, well, she's got this and I, I don't have that. And, you know, you don't look around and go, my God, I've got three amazing children. And I think actually, weirdly, just to go back, the court case may have done that to me because the court case showed me that I was about to lose fucking everything, literally everything that I'd ever worked for, done. And I sat there and I was like, as I said to you, I didn't even want to go to work because I was like, what's the point of working because I'm giving it to someone else. And even then they wanted my family home, the home that I was going to give to my children, you know, all of these things, the art on my walls, just everything I'd ever owned, basically they wanted. And you're like, I can't really believe I'm in this situation at 45 years old. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have nothing. And what does that look like? And I told you, once you sort of accept it, it's so freeing because actually you can call your friends and ask them to help. But, you know, as lovely as they all are, and this is not pointing fingers, who the fuck is going to bail you out of that? Or should? You know, you ask for a minute, you sort of sink to your rock bottom and then you go, what? You know what? No one's coming. No one can do this for you. You've got to fucking do it yourself. And it was the truth. So instead of sitting down any longer, I had to get back up because I was like, I've got, to, I've got to make money. And I am now the most successful I think I've ever been, literally ever been. 
I'm more in demand. Work is coming to me like I just can't handle much more. I'm sort of in that terrible position where you're at tipping point, right? Like just one of them really comes off. Well, I mean, whole new me, that's for sure. But, you know, I'm at this point where I need a bigger office. You know, I've got, I've got, I think, seven people working in my house now. I don't even know how that happened, as in seven staff for my company, company, which is being growing and growing. This podcast has exploded everything. And I'm like, what is, what is it I'm doing in the last year to go from this to this? And it's just, I'm happy. I'm content. I'm with the right person. You know, I'm with the right man who makes me feel supported in every single way. Like Sergio's whole being is there to make me happy. And it's not in a subservient sort of like pathetic way. Like he loves me that much that he just wants to make every day special for me, which means just skipping to work, you know, and I'm skipping home in the evening and I'm skipping to work with him. We're actually working out how we can make a double desk so we can sit and look at each other because we work so well together as a team. You know, every soccer is such a big, interesting thing, even though he hasn't played for quite a long time. You know, all the connections he made through soccer are, you know, invaluable. So health comes in so many different forms. It's health in your love life. It's health in your family life. It's health in, you know, just your mental health. Mental health, not being beaten down by people every day. Cutting out the noise. I cut out so many people this year. And it was hard. It was really hard because I get attached to people and things. And then once they were gone, it was over. And you're like, actually, I'm fine. And, you know, that's also okay. And it's also growth. And it also clears the way for new people, new ideas. I've become friends and business partners with people you wouldn't even, you know, sit me next to normally. And we are like family now. They may not give you what you want, but they give you what you need. And I really, really feel like that has happened to me this year and the last two years with the people I've met and that have lined, put me in line to do what I'm trying to do right now. And it has just made me take more care of myself, step back and helicopter myself, look after my body, you know, look after who I am. So what do I do for myself and my body? Well, I, you know, yoga is a good one. I've stopped training myself into the ground. I just can't do that. And as I've seen from my um, stress levels anyway, I don't think that's a benefit to me. 30 minutes a, a day is, is enough, ladies, for us. It really is. It's 98% what you put in your mouth. I mean, I'm here starving myself, well, not starving myself. And the whole principle is not to starve, by the way, it's to clean your gut. Your gut is everything. It's where, you know, I do all my business decisions from my gut. All my decisions, my gut has never proved me wrong. Walking into a room and not liking the people I'm with, my gut tells me. You know, I can get excited about a project and then hate the people I'm working with, my gut tells me. And I've stopped doing that, by the way. I don't care how much you pay me. I don't care about money anymore because I've realized money comes and money goes and money flows. But I do care about what it does to my soul and to the way I feel. So I will not do business with people that push me into a corner. I will not do business with people who make me feel sick inside. 
I, I, I cannot, I will not. I don't perform well. It just doesn't work. And that's how it is for gratitude and manifesting, by the way. If you're manifesting something that you're pushing for and really doesn't work, you know, and I've pushed for a lot of deals in my life and you, you know when you're coming to the end and you, you just don't want to let go, you know, you've got to let go. And once you let go and another one sun, suddenly appears, it just does the right one you know, for, for a multitude of reasons. I mean, I was working on a big one for like a year and a half just now. And I had the money, I'm sorry, I had the land, but not the money. Then I got the money and they took the land from me. And it's so funny because that could have happened to me when I'd started building. And I was like, you know what? It's a blessing. So now I have the money and I've just got to find the land. That's okay. I'll start again. And you need to have that attitude in life. It's not game over. It's just a different direction. And once you have that attitude, it may take you a little longer to get there, but the rewards are better and you've learned something on the way and you understand the beast you're dealing with and, and not to fight too hard and just to sometimes accept that's your reality. But it's not over and not to ever, ever give up. So train your mind, clear your mind. My PAs will make you laugh or make me always tease me because in the afternoon, by about four o'clock, I am a baby. I have a nap for about an hour or a nap. I lie there and just, you know, get into bed, watch a movie or do whatever I can, you know, just to switch off because my brain's on overload. I've been working all day and, you know, I work into the night anyway. So I need that time. And they know, they know to leave me alone. The gym doesn't have to be this sort of big, what do I call it? Like boot camp. I find boot camp makes me hungrier. It makes me more stressed. Gentle exercise, walking on a treadmill 30 minutes with music in your ears is perfect. High incline or, you know, just doing weights, weights and 30 minutes on a treadmill and weights. Perfect. You know, eating clean. So I had terrible headaches. I'm day four now yesterday, but I'm coming through it now. And now I feel amazing. My eyes are brighter. I see better. My skin feels better. I feel alive. It's hard to do this. If you can't afford to visit one of these places, you can buy the detox online. And just detoxing your body of sugar, caffeine, alcohol, all of these things for seven days, even 10 days is better if you can, but even just seven days, you'll feel such a difference, such a difference. First three days are terrible. You do get migraines, be prepared, but drink lots of water and there is an end to it. And you will once you've done it, you want to do it all the time. Now it's like the Himalayas. Once now I've climbed that, I wouldn't mind, you know, climbing something else, you know, in a dip, maybe not as cold as that, but like I would do another walk because I really enjoyed it. It was really hard and it pushed me out of my comfort zone and I came back. And when I push myself out of my comfort zone, that's when I'm the most successful. So gratitude, ladies. Thank yourself, your family. Thank, you know, water. Thank the stars. Thank, you know, Everything you see, the mountains, your children, the laughter you have, thank all of that because we're not guaranteed it. It's not, you know, promised to us. Tomorrow isn't promised to us. We don't know where we're going to be. So live for today and, you know, write down these simple gratitude sentences, write down, you know, your abundance quotes, write down the steps to get to your goals and it really is this simple, writing it down, rereading it, and just believing it. Believe it and trust your gut. 
I hope this helps and I hope you enjoy today's podcast. It's been really fun for me. So goodbye from Viva Maya, Austria, day four. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind the scene action. 